Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome to the One Perspective to Another podcast. I'm your humble and gracious host, A. Sanders, here with a very special guest. Very special, and I say that for many different reasons. He is a TikTok extraordinaire poster. He is also a podcaster, a fellow podcaster. He also is an author. Many things on this list that he does that I'm just fully and full of matter, full of game of talk. So just <laughs> full admiration towards Mr. Isaiah. Welcome to the One Perspective to another podcast. Yes. Thank you for having me, brother. It's good to be here. So first, mm-hmm. you do a lot of things. The first thing I want you to tell people about is, um, is your book, The Coloring Book. Okay. Okay. So uh, The Coloring Book is a, it's an adult coloring book hybrid. It's, it's all about doing the, um, the inner child work and um, literally having something to color. Because the way I preface it, it's it's like the full the full title is uh, the coloring book because life experiences aren't black and white and our experiences color who we are, um, and that basically just allows people to slow down and realize um, that your experiences, you know, from a very young age up until now, have literally colored and molded you into the person that you are today, mm-hmm. and sometimes while we're in the present, we may need to look into the past and see exactly why it is we operate this way. Why do we do this thing? Why do we do this thing? Um, Why do we feel this way about certain experiences? Or, um, you know, why has life been what it is? It just doesn't happen out of nowhere, right? And um, the way I like to think about it too is that a lot of adults out here, they're just kids that got older. You know, maturity is not based off of age. It's more about your experiences in life and how you handle them. That's actual maturity. Um, and while a lot of people walk around here like, yeah, I'm grown, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. But it's like, okay, well, how do you handle conflict? Do you shut down? How do you communicate when something's going on? Like, do you have boundaries? How do you, how do you kind of maturely navigate your adult life? So the book, the coloring book is just simply taking time to take care of that inner kid because a lot of us, like I said, there's a little kid in us that is looking for validation, looking for safety, looking for love, looking secure, looking for security, for praise, uh, connection. And sometimes we have to be willing to give those things to ourselves before we go out into the world and decide that everybody owes us this thing because we never had it, right? Yeah. It's just basically taking a step back and honoring yourself, literally validating yourself, honoring yourself, but also taking a look at very um, common experiences with a different lens. Like I talk about betrayal in that in that book and what betrayal could actually mean in the sense, you know, a lot of times when we talk about being betrayed by other people, we fail to realize that we betray ourselves. Um, you know, you put your faith and trust in somebody else, but you ignore your intuition about these people or you ignore the patterns that these people have displayed because you want so much to have somebody validate you or you want them to be in your life. That's a betrayal on your part, Right. And then if a person continues to do certain things and you keep showing up, that is now you betraying yourself because they have now shown you who they are and who they're going to be. 
Damn, right? it looks like I'm watching your TikTok right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's it's important to kind of just unpack things. And again, it 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 I I emphasize the self so much because you know, self-love is this umbrella um that's kind of like thrown out there into the world and society but people don't really take the time to unpack what self-love actually looks like. Uh, you know, it's not just about glamorizing yourself, going to buy that big house, going to do these things because you could buy that nice ass house. You could buy that nice ass car. And you're still going to be an empty person inside of both of them. hundred percent. So is that what, is that what made you want to do the book to be that niche in like self-love or like what brought you to want yeah. to do the book? You know what? This book, um, it started out kind of like just as a random conversation about four years ago with a friend in New York. We were just chilling in a cafe and we were like sharing our, our experiences. And um, it was uh, we got the talking and we both had kind of like jokingly said color and, you know, color through life. And that in itself became something uh, she was like, yo, you should write a book. And I was like, I should write a book. And then I started like jotting down notes throughout, you know, the days. But it, when COVID happened officially, I sat down, I wrote the book and I also illustrated it. Um, because for me, what I've understood about myself is that I obviously have a lot of different mediums in terms of how I express myself. Right. And the drawing aspect is something that I've done since I was a kid. And then I kind of abandoned as I got older now having this space and giving my little kid the opportunity to now do what he loves. That's also me showing myself the love that he deserves. Right. So, (laughs) yeah. So it's like, it's all, it, it all, when, when we, when we slow again, when we slow down and we really look at how we just move throughout our lives there's information every step of the way you like every, every, every direction you take, every path you go on, there's information about who you are and how you've had to be, whether you are raised on survival, whether you're actually raised on love, like all of that is reflective of um, just how you kind of move through life. So this book, I try to make it as conversational as possible, but also as um, digestible as possible, right? Because my goal is to not have another thing that people can't understand to the point that they're not understanding themselves. They're trying to understand what I'm writing. Mm. You know, the goal for you to kind of sit with yourself in this space and take time with you versus trying to figure out what the hell is, what, what is this? Like, what does this mean? Or how does this work? Is more of like, all right, this is an opportunity for me to reflect on me and process and unpack some things. So that's what the book started as. Um, and then it just kind of like, it snowballed. So like I, I wrote it in its entirety uh, over a couple months in COVID, like during COVID. And then I started illustrating it shortly after that. And then by September of 2021, it was all finished, um, self-published it. And uh, that was my dope, man. Yeah. Congratulations on that, man. I tried to do the same thing. I did not come out with the same outcome. Just like yeah. taking that time for COVID just to write. Like, yeah, 
Yeah. Got to make something of that time. Well, it's, it's, you know, the funny thing about COVID and I, so I have, um, I graduated undergrad with a double major. So one of the degrees was psychology and the other one was uh, communications with a concentration in filmmaking. So the psychology aspect has carried me through life in general, because I'm a certified personal trainer and also Two, with my podcast, all of it kind of delves into the mental health of the person. Um, When COVID hit, what I found very interesting for a lot of people is that people hit like really deep depressions or Mm -hmm. became very anxious. Relationships were now compromised. Um, There was just like this crash. And the reason I think it happened is because as a society, there's that kind of that perpetuation of like, you always have to be busy. You always have to be doing something. And a lot of people distract themselves with work to distract from what they're actually feeling, thinking or dealing with. Yeah, man. Like you said, people have a harder time being still. And I don't mean in movement. I just mean like in, in space of living. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's this constant need to kind of be on the go. Like, like you said, even if it's not physically, it's a mental thing of like, I always have to be doing something. And then that in itself creates like this space of um, never taking time for yourself, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. Like, I got to do this. I don't have time to think about this. I got to do this. Or I don't have time for my health. I got to do this. And it's like, every step of the way, do you not realize that you're putting yourself on a back burner and you're rejecting your own needs? And then at the same time, you're saying that this person doesn't treat you right, or you've been in this relationship, this unhealthy, toxic relationship. The funny thing about it is that our relationships are insight in terms of our relationship with ourselves. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. the board, because if you know how you want to be treated because of how you treat yourself, you may cross paths with people that are just who they are, but you won't exist in that space as long. Um, the funny thing about TikTok is a lot of times people, they, they're like, well, you know, I had love for this person and they just left me and I did all these things for them and they just left. Or I always end up in situations where people just leave me. It's like, well, how about you stop abandoning yourself for these people? Cause that's what you're doing. You know, people see how you treat yourself. And even on a sub level, they understand that you don't respect yourself. So it's like, they don't feel the need to do it. Mm-hmm. Bro, you just you preaching right now, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like you you segueing me too, because we might as well get into the garden and the grave. And side sure. note for everybody yeah. listening, this brother, he knows what he's talking about. You know the degrees, like he in there <laughs> to win right now. But we're gonna yeah. link y'all for his his book. Make sure y'all go get that. Yes. Listen to his podcast, follow him on TikTok. I'm gonna leave all his information in the show notes, link him up. But let's get into the garden and the grave. Yes, segwaying off those relationships, especially when it comes to romantic relationships, too. Oh, bro, listen. So, you know, and I'm sure you've heard it. You know, I'm sure I've said it a lot of times where it's like new year, new me. Right. You Mm -hmm. know, everybody goes into this new year with the mindset of like everything has to reset now or I'm cutting everybody off. I'm going to start my life over, you know, new relationships. This is what I'm going after. And you know, when we think about the relationships that we do have, right, we have to understand that 
connection is currency. Um, if you think about your energy, your love, your time, um, your loyalty, all of those things kind of have a, um, I don't want to say a price tag to it. They're very invaluable. They're not resources that you can necessarily gain again. So when you end up in these relationships with people who may in fact be toxic or draining, you have to understand that they are taking a lot of your time and energy. And even if they're not in your presence, mentally, they're occupying a lot of space, right? That's distracting you from what you could be pouring into because now you are occupied with this person and what they did or what they continue to do or what they haven't done for you, right? That slowly kills you. That yeah. takes your fatality because instead of you focusing on how you can breathe, you're now holding your breath, you're tense, you know, your body is, is, is constantly uncomfortable because you're now thinking about this situation that's currently happening or that already happened and that continues to happen, right? So they say the five people you spend the most time with is a re- reflection of what you're going to be, right? You are the result of the five people you spend your most yeah. time with. So when you think about it in that way, let's say you have one friend, right? One of your closest confidants, you look at that friendship and you're like, well, what, what, what qualities exist in this friendship beyond just how long we've known each other? What does this person offer me in this relationship? What do I bring to the relationship? What do they offer? And a lot of times people say, well, yeah, they're a fun time. Um, I've known them since this time. So yeah, we're still friends. Like we're just going to be friends for the rest of our lives. It's like, okay. How has that person helped you progress, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of conversations do you have with this person? Do you guys speak life into each other? Are you guys encouraging each other? When you have good news, do you share it with them or do you hide it, right? Um, when they have good news, how do you honor that? Um, all of those things are important to understand in terms of our relationship dynamics, even in romantic relationships. Guy or girl, like they're still, like humans are humans, right? So envy is going to be what it is. Sometimes there are people that are not happy to see you doing better than them. Yeah, you say that. Right? And even in our family, right? So you have people around you that are very much connected to who you are. That are draining the life source out of you, right? Yeah. You start playing a little bit smaller because you feel guilty about shining right or you feel guilty about being successful or every step of the way you have somebody that you're close to kind of cutting away at your accomplishments it's a little Mm -hmm. backhanded here and there or like oh i heard you have this little thing or i heard you had this little podcast how's that going Mm -hmm. like the little little, subtle subtle yeah it's a little subtle dig right and it's like i've gotten into the habit sometimes when people ask me that that i'm that i'm close to i'm like you haven't listened to it you know, I kind of flip it back on them. You're asking me how it is when you can access it. That shows like how you move, right? A hundred percent, man. And that's why right. I say, or in that same note, like, that's why I say like a lot of the characters, it's just in different form. Cause my version of that is like being dynamic in all mm-hmm. aspects. We're mm-hmm. not, <clears throat> excuse me. We're not always going to be a hundred percent. Sometimes you oh. might need me a hundred. Sometimes you just might need me one. 
And yeah. especially in older relationships, friends, yeah. you know, any family, the mm-hmm. longer it is, the more you have to assess because yeah. you're getting that that opening statement. It's a new friendship, a new relationship. Like, yeah, it's giving. It's yeah. give and take. Like you right. said, but like what or my question is, what do you do in those moments that gives you the the authority to trigger in your mind and say like, hey, this is taking from me. Hey, this mm-hmm. isn't a benefit for me. Like sure. in general, what you do or what, what should you do to assess your relationships? I guess I'm saying. Well, first of all, um, I'm a feeler, right? I'm all about okay. like how things feel around me, how people feel around me. Like even in conversation, I just kind of pick up on how somebody moves and I do this thing in terms of my relationships, I always say, think about the people you want to share your good news with, because it's not about the good news, right? It's about the people you know who are going to take care of you in that vulnerable space. When you have good news, like you're on high. And that's also a very vulnerable space to be in too at the same time. Mm. So it's like, while you're happy, it's also very vulnerable because all it's going to take is one person to be like, oh, why are you so happy about that? Or, oh, cool. That's that's cool, I guess. Like, you know, and immediately that just kind of pops your balloon. Right. Or they get kind of quiet when you have some good news. Like all of these little subtleties are very um, important to pay attention to. And the thing about it is like when you remove yourself from a situation or a person um, or a relationship, whatever, it doesn't have to be this blow up. For me, a lot of times I've understood there's a difference between communication and comprehension, right? I could communicate to you all day what's important to me, but if you're not willing to understand me or you don't understand me, I'm just talking to myself at that point, mm-hmm. right? And also too, patterns is so important. If you understand, if you know somebody long enough, you know how they move, right? Oh yeah. So why would it be a surprise at this point This is how they behave. So what I do to get back to your original question, I look at how I feel, right? I look at how hard I work to get to where I'm going. And I look at who supports me. Mm. And support doesn't always mean monetary or um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You don't have to buy everything that I do. You don't have to subscribe to what I do. But here's the deal. There's no way in hell I'm going to be sitting at a table or riding in my car with somebody and I'm the only one that's eating or I'm not, I'm never going to call somebody, my friend and watch them struggle. Facts. Because what kind of friend am I to sit there and be like, yeah, that's my boy. That's my homie. And I'm watching them grind their asses off and I have no desire to help any way that I can. The funny thing about it, people that value you will always find a way to show up. You know, you said the 20 percent, whatever the case may be, if we take percentage off, off, off of the table, there's a difference between consistency and frequency. There are some people that frequently take up space in your life. Right. But they're only there for a duration because it benefits them. Consistent people are always going to be consistent across the board. And they show you that even inconsistent people are very consistent. That is a bar. Do you right? stand up? <laughs> right? So when you kind of understand, again, everybody has a rhythm to them. Everybody has a rhythm. I have a rhythm. You have a rhythm. We all move in a certain way. 
And you have to be honest with yourself about how you move and what your intentions are when you're engaging in relationships. Again, going back to the younger self, because sometimes we end up in these toxic environments because it's what we're used to. And we're also trying to find validation in this new relationship that reinforces the old relationship we had to heal from or we're trying to heal from. Mm, Right. Yeah. You're right. So it's a lot to unpack. Like it's, 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 yeah. That's why they need to get your book. Yeah. It's so (laughs) many, it's so many layers in terms of just how intricate relationships are, how delicate they are. But I know for me in terms of, how I operate in, 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 in my connections and my relationships in general, for me is not necessarily what I can get from you. It's about how do we help each other? How do we pour into each other? Again, planting seeds, right? Mm-hmm. Some people walk into a garden of yours and they see that you have these fruit trees, you know, the, the fruit is blooming and now they pick from it and they keep it pushing, right? Some people see that you have, you just have soil laid. And they make sure to come in. They try to water your garden as much as possible. If you can't water it that day, they're going to help you out. They're making sure that it gets the proper sunlight, et cetera. You are a flower, right? How you grow, how you nurture is dependent on who you have in your garden and also how you take care of yourself. Some people try to dull our shine just by how they move and what they don't say. Energy is a real thing, Right. And you can feel sometimes when somebody isn't about you. You can feel it. Like that's a real thing. You can feel it. So allowing ourselves, again, to slow down, you'll pick up on a lot more. That's why for me, and maybe it's the psychology for me, but it's like I've always kind of processed things. I give myself space to process, right? Yeah. And I really take my time with that. And I I hold myself accountable too, because like I said, it's not just about what somebody else is doing and what they're not doing. It's like, Isaiah, what are you doing for yourself? Like, how are you showing up for you? That's first. Yeah. You got to, you got to water yourself before you can water somebody else. Bro, listen, and sometimes we're, we're trying to water, (laughs) water, we try to water buckets that have holes in them right? You're trying so hard to help somebody else who's not even helping themselves. And then you expect them to help you. It's like you're doing mental gymnastics. It's like, okay, I'm going to help this person. I'm going to pour into them. And underneath it, even without saying it, the expectation is that they'll take care of you in return. And sometimes that doesn't always happen. And then you're kind of left in a deficit, right? Yeah. Expectations, man, that shit will kill you. Oh, expectations. And that's another thing. There's a difference between expectations and standards, right? Sometimes we're disappointed by people because they don't meet our expectations or we have standards that we ourselves don't even meet, right? So what you're telling me is that you now expect this person to meet your standards that you yourself don't even meet for yourself, and not to cut you off, but that that is the like pivotal thing for me in mm-hmm. like my like past five years of like living. Cause it's been mm-hmm. it's always been the pouring. It's always been like, hey, I got you. Like, cause my mom, she was a she was a giver. That's she was the social worker. So it's like 
that's me. That's my lifestyle. That's my, my child, my inner child. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. the helper, but yeah. like, and knowing that and seeing like, and it all comes full circle because we're in a winter time, like mm-hmm. the growth mm-hmm. in my learning of helping, it's been mm-hmm. more, I want to see what your roots look like. Come on. I, I know you got beautiful flowers. I know you got good plants, but like what, how can I help or stay away from your roots. Your roots mm-hmm. will tell me what kind of flowers you bloom. And if mm-hmm. I want to be in that in that garden, if I want to be in that environment, if I want to be right. on that grass. But the yeah. thing about it is, for me personally, mm-hmm. in dealing with people, not everybody is aware that they're even in the garden. And some people don't even care about their roots. And it's yeah. hard just as a human yeah. to be like, you don't care so why should I care like come on bro like you you gotta care like yeah we're here we're present yeah. we're alive like come yeah. on you know what I'm saying like it's that yeah. is just so frustrating right it's so frustrating yeah. yeah well even I mean you spot it you got it that's 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 what one of my my active teachers said to us years ago so it's like whenever you whenever you're frustrated by somebody's behavior right that's usually insight into you like that's that's something to be aware of and it doesn't necessarily have to be the same thing but it's information when it comes to being a helper or a giver it's dangerous the reason why is because uh, yeah yeah like it's very dangerous and i the episode i had uh taken advantage i talked about that being a helper being a giver um some people identify themselves as empaths whatever the case may be when you're in that space, you kind of create this ideal or persona that you give no matter what you're on the exchange of. And that in itself is very dangerous. The reason why is because you open yourself up to receive whatever. Even sometimes the bare minimum feels like asking too much, Mm -hmm. right? But you're willing to give your all to someone. And I had to learn this too, as a giver. There comes a point in time where you have to stop overgiving for other people and leaving yourself dried out. Because the truth of the matter is, is this, if you're giving to this person and they're only giving to themselves, who's now giving to you? you That's true. Let, let, right. me, let, me, let me counter you on that. I, I know <laughs> what you're saying. I'm speaking more of the, the actual tangible of giving. The actual tangible of giving with an intangible if that makes sense like i'm giving you let's say an example of a person who doesn't know how to do x y and z you tell them how to do x y and z like this in that kind of sense not like i'm over pouring into you but like Mm -hmm. seeing them struggle with something that you know like i've looked inside myself i know my roots and -hmm. you see you see people on that journey and you want to give them hey it's just a tidbit it's just a hey this might help you. It's the study guide. It's the, uh, what did it call back in the day? Um, it's the spark notes. Let me give you the right. spark note. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, yes. I mean more in that sense. Cause like, okay. like what you explained, I hear that a hundred percent. Cause it's like, you don't want to overgive cause you ain't going to be left with shit left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know what you're saying too, is like, but that's the thing. When you look at how you've had to learn your experiences, it wasn't spark noted. Like it was a journey that you went through to be who you are as a person, right? Even our parents do this. A lot of times they want the best for us, but they're only seeing it from their perspective. Keyword. 
their perspective, right? So your best is not the same as my best. Your, your, your path is not the same as my path. So even what you give me in terms of how you learn to get to where you are may not necessarily apply for me. The reason why is because my roots are a little bit different, mm. right? My it's like garden, a fingerprint. Yes. My, my garden is, is, has a different soil. And the thing about it is like, some people are not ready for your help. Mm. Right. So it's like, you can give all these resources, you can be a giver and it's admirable, but there comes a point in time where you have to ask yourself, am I now exhausted? Right. Because again, coming back to the garden of grave relationships, sometimes our giving of another person or to another person is also draining us. The reason why is because we're not necessarily being refilled. And this is a very prominent relationship that we have, but like nothing's coming of that beyond frustration and despair. So it's like, after a certain time, you have to learn to love people from a distance. Yeah, man. And that's hard sometimes. Yeah. Well, people don't be, I think the reason why it's so difficult and it took a while for me to learn too, is like people think if somebody is not in my life, that means I have to hate them. And the two things are mutually exclusive. Loving yourself more means you understand. Okay. It's like, again, coming back to the little kid, let's say I'm walking with my little kid. Right. And we go to this crowded party and all these people are coming up to me and my little kid, he's, he's, he's holding my hand pretty tight. All these people are coming up to me and I can handle them for the most part. But at the same time, I'm very protective of my little me. The reason why is because he's relying on me to get through this. He's nervous. He may not know who these people are. He may not know how to handle them. So I got to take care of him. Right. And when we think about how we navigate in life, there's a little kid inside of you that's still looking for your protection now. So you have to kind of be mindful of the relationships you now cultivate. The reason why is because you're bringing your little you into these relationships too. Yeah. Right? So again, loving people from a distance sometimes means, hey, you can't be in my life. The reason why is because you're not good for me. You're not good for my little me. Right? Bars, man. You know? let, let me segue on that and ask you a question. Yeah. Keep it in the, the garden or grave aspect. Sure. Do you think you're bringing, we're talking about all these things is bringing relationships, people, ourselves, healing, sure. the whole nine yards. But do you think yeah. there is a, a universal water source that we bring our child, our inner child into this relationship, this friendship, yeah. whatever we pour into anybody, whether it's ourselves, is there a universal water? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, is there one thing that kind of refuels everybody? Yeah. I think love is, is definitely that, but understanding what love is, right? Um, there's love for somebody, in my opinion, the way I've, I've kind of understood it. And I've said this to people I no longer have a relationship with. I say all the time, I'm like, look, I want the best for you, whether I'm in your life or not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to always want the best for you. You know, when we're not speaking, we're not on speaking terms, even if we had a falling out, you did some shady shit, you move funny or whatever the case may be, I'm still going to want the best for you. But now I understand you're not the best for me either. And the only way to love both of us means that we can't have a relationship. Right? 
I still got love for you, but I also have more love for myself. And I could do both of those. I think oftentimes people try too hard to hate or dislike somebody because that will give them a reason to not deal with this person anymore. Like I need something so extreme so that this, this pain that I'm feeling about the dismantling of the relationship doesn't hurt as much. And in reality, you're still poisoning yourself, right? Because yeah. naturally we are creatures of community. Like we are meant to connect with each other. That's how we, we learn. We thrive in community. Yes. Can you say that again? We thrive in community. We thrive in community. That's the only way we learn. Like we are not meant to be um, isolated. Like the lone wolf thing, it's like, yeah, to a degree, but it's like, you still need community. You still need to find your tribe. You still need to find your pack. So I think the universal thing in that is love, having love for people, but also having love for yourself. And you can do both at the same time. Like if I care for you and I care for myself, what that means is I'm only operating on one wavelength. That's love, right? If I'm trying to hate you and also take better care of myself, that means I have to do this dance of where I'm spending a lot of time and energy spiting you. And at the same time, I'm trying to love myself. I can't do it because what I'm neglecting myself now because I'm focused so much on you because it takes more energy for me to hate a person than it does for me to love somebody. hundred percent. And I don't know if you watch euphoria, but what you explained literally happened in that like special one hour episode. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I don't, I don't watch. I heard of it. I tried to watch it recently and I was just like, I don't know if I'm in a headspace to check this out, but um, that's interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's from, last season but it's a special episode because he they're in the cafe no spoiler but he he says to her that you can't love somebody while you're trying to learn how to love yourself correct and she was a she was a no well kind of spoiler but she was a um a drug addict she got off drugs the whole nine yards and stuff and she hindsight turning back she was like yeah I shouldn't have made that choice I should have took the time to love myself because mm-hmm. it's not enough space to love two people. Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 interesting. I think, um, like I said, and I've had to understand this for myself, just by like thinking about previous experiences, whatever the case may be. You know, there's some people, I can't take away from the fact that people do shitty things, right? And there are some people that are just foul and they move foul and it is what it is, but that's an indication of who they are and the love that they lack. But that doesn't mean I have to be on board with them. Again, the being what you seek, right? If I'm telling you that I've been through these experiences and it's like, I've had to go through this, this, and this, and I become that. And I start treating other people who didn't cut me. I start bleeding on them. My argument is now null and void right? A thousand percent. I have no legs to stand on now because it's like, I became the very person I had to heal from. And it's like, what is the point now? What is the point? So instead I've just kind of learned to understand. I may not like this person. I may not trust this person. Do I have love for them? Absolutely. But the love I have for them is going to be at a distance. I'm never going to pour my energy into wishing bad upon them. I'm just going to see them for what they are. And that's it. And that makes things a little bit easier. 
man, you couldn't have said it better, man. Like, yeah. that is that is a gardener a grave, literally. Bro, listen, I want to keep my garden free of weeds because it's like what I'm planting and what I'm trying to grow requires sources that perpetuate its growth, not stunt it. It's like, I don't need more weeds in my garden and I'm the one that's taking care of this garden, right? So it's like, I have to make sure that what I'm doing and how I'm tending to it is proper. 100%. Right? Do you, do you have any, uh, I appreciate you on this, man. Do you have any any garden tips, little quick hit or misses for, for the people? Garden tips. Take care of their gardens? Yes, I would say this. Um, practical things, I, I would say, uh, you could even make a list of it. It's like, one thing I do every night is I write five gratitudes before I go to sleep. I've been doing this for years. Um, I write five gratitudes every night. And it's basically about what happened in my day. What about my day was I grateful for? And no two days are the same, right? Sometimes it could simply be, I had an amazing workout today at the gym, even though I didn't want to go, it was fire. Or this baby smiled at me while I was walking down the street, or I saw this cute little dog, or the cashier was was kind to me, or, um, you know, I had a, a connection with a stranger. That could be like Tuesday. My Wednesday could be something different. Man, I woke up today. Um, I got some work done that I didn't want to get done. I had a hard conversation. Um, you know, I made sure to eat today. I drank more water today. Like, those are things that you could be grateful for, Right. And when you focus on the little things in your life, that keeps your garden so healthy. The reason why is because you're doing the small work, the very small work, yes. right? Um, holding yourself accountable is also a big thing, right? Do, do what you say you're going to do. And even if it's hard, it's like show up scared, right? And understand no two days are going to be perfect or no two days are going to be the same, but you can still show up scared. And the reason why is because you showing up, you're going to inevitably learn something about the situation or you're going to learn something about yourself. Thousand percent. You always come out successful when you decide to fail forward. Bars. Always. (laughs) You're always going to be successful when you fail forward. I, I can't stress that enough. You may take a little longer to get to where you're going, but I can promise you, you will always be a success. And every time you decide to show up for yourself, you're telling yourself, hey, you matter. Subconsciously, you're having this dialogue with yourself about you matter and you are worth the sacrifice. You are worth the fear that I have right now. Like you are worth this. You killing this, man. On that note, man, we, we definitely going to have to have you back on. Oh, but, so uh, much. <laughs> Tell the people where they can find you, what you've got going on and where, whatever you want to tell the people, man. Yes. So, I mean, you can find me on TikTok at Isaiah Frizzell. Um, You can find the podcast on Instagram. It's the bird brain podcast and you can stream it anywhere. So it's on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify, I think Google. Um, I don't know what the other big platforms are. Stitcher on all Stitcher. podcast platforms. It's on all podcast platforms. I'm going to get back in the into the YouTube realm too. Um, it's just a lot of work, a lot of time. But uh, I have subscribers on there. So you could go to YouTube and watch my older videos. And um, yeah, my personal account is Isaiah Frizzell on Instagram as, as well. Uh, the book 
is on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Nobles. Um, if you order it directly through my website, isaiahfrizzell.com, I'll autograph it and I write a personal message in the book because um, it's like a little novelty for you guys to have um, something a little bit more personal. And I'm currently, I'm in the process of writing another book. I thought that after I wrote the color no. book, that was going to be it. But um, I think I'm going to write a couple more. I might even write a horror, a horror book too, because that's how my podcast is actually set up. It's um, a hybrid, like mental health on Mondays and the horror stories I write and narrate for Friday. Oh, dope. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been leaning more into the mental health stuff recently, but um, I write and narrate just original short horror stories. And that's just because like, I'm a big horror buff. And I was like, if this podcast is going to be mine, I'm going to make it mine. So I did 100%. That. So yeah. make sure y'all go check him out. We're going to leave all the links in the uh, show notes. As yeah. always, tell two friends to tell two friends. This is the one perspective to another podcast, always talking about people's perspectives. And we will catch you on the flip side. And I'm out.